Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. We are so glad you're here. Let's get to it. So the other night, Lynn and I were teaching our six-week financial class called True Financial Freedom. We're on week two Mm -hmm. with our awesome students, and um, we do a little Q&A at the end. And we're getting question after question after question about tithing. And I've been writing about money to Christians for like the last 14 years. And I always say this, but there's nothing more controversial that I've ever written about ever than tithing. Than tithing. Than tithing. This topic. um, And he told me this and I was like, what? Really? And I think it's probably because I grew up in one church and I just kind of had one teaching yeah. on it, but yeah. apparently there's a whole yeah. lot going on out there and lots of people hold different opinions and everything. Yeah. So, you know, and I've written about it and you can check out the article we've written about it. We've written a couple articles about it. Just search on the website, search box all the way at the bottom, seatime.com. But uh, I found this article that I think is just really, really good because I've been trying to figure out how do we find the biblical accurate understanding of this topic. How Mm -hmm. do we do that? How do we get this thing right? Well, and another thing is giving in general has been misrepresented by people. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, just kind of the idea of you can either give to just get something back from God or Mm. people just wanting your money. And so they will tell you anything and they'll try to promise things that they can't yeah. promise and yeah. Well, yeah. just tried to manipulate other people. Yeah. And along those lines, yeah, I mean, we've seen, you know, it's like this <laughs> in the church. It's like we've seen a lot of bad things happen in the church. Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's easy to have something bad happen to you and I'm never going to trust anyone again. Yeah. Like that pastor ran off with my money, so I'm never going right. to give money to the church again. Like I've heard stories like that all the time. And that is all really valid. Yeah. But- those are wounds that people are dealing with. Right. But what Bob and I have always felt is that that doesn't make the word of God not true. So trying to wrap all that up, all all of these different opinions and ideas and experiences, it's just a really hard thing to talk about. Yeah. So before we dive into this, I just want to add that I love learning about any topic, but especially about the word of God. And I love growing in my knowledge of the word and Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to grow. I don't know everything. I don't understand everything. This is a topic I have spent a lot of time studying so I appreciate your grace and I am all ears. You know, I people send me messages of what they think and believe all the time. Like, and I love hearing it, you know. But I found this article written by a pastor about tithing that honestly is different than anything I've ever heard. And mm-hmm. that's why I want to share it. Cause I think I think it's just a really good framework to view tithing as a New Testament believer. And so that's why I want to talk a little bit about yeah. this. We'll have a link to this article so you can actually check it out. It's mm-hmm. by this pastor, Dean Shriver. What he says in this article is that there are three different ways to tithe. And I'll just kind of read what he said That here. are talked about in the Bible, Yeah, right? they're talked about in the Bible. Mm-hmm. He said, the form of tithing most often addressed in Scripture is number one, which is tithing as covenant. And this practice of tithing was specific to Israel as the covenant people of God. 
It's part of the Mosaic law. Um, and under the covenant, God promised to material, materially bless Israel for obedience and conversely to judge them and strip them of their prosperity for disobedience. So this model of tithing has no direct relevance to us as New Testament believers. In Christ, we now live under a new covenant. Our lives are not governed by the written code, but by the indwelling Holy Spirit who writes his law on our hearts. Mm -hmm. And you can do some research on this, Galatians 5.18, Hebrews 8, 7 through 13. And so that's the first form that is mentioned. The thing that I think is most common that people hear of and think of when they think of tithing, because that's Mm -hmm. what's written about most in the Bible, you know? <clears throat> especially when it comes to tithing. And I think some people will hear that and they'll just start having a knee-jerk reaction. So hang hang on, let's get to the other ones and then we can kind of go from there. So the second type of tithing that he mentions in which this is what we see in the New Testament, because tithing isn't talked about much in the New Testament, is <laughs> it's one of those things was like, God, why, if this was important to you, why didn't you talk about it more in the New Testament? It's one of, it's one of the questions I'm going to ask when, you know, when I get to heaven. But right. it is talked about in the New Testament a little bit with one particular passage here from Jesus. But... Um, The Bible also describes a second kind of tithing, which is both condemnable and, I fear, far too common. Again, I'm reading his article here. Tithing as legalism, which is a Mm -hmm. second form. Tithing as legalism. And he said, um, in Jesus' day, it was the religious leaders who practiced this perversion of Israel's covenant tithe. Christ's condemnation of legalistic tithing can be found in Matthew 23. So I'll read that. This is what Jesus says now. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin, but have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. And so clearly, we have Jesus yeah. saying and something there. The legalism thing, I, I feel like both of those grew up. I think those were the more common ones that I sort of understood growing up, was that we tithe because it says to in the Bible— and there was not any context for it was under the law, you know, or God, yeah. Christ came to fulfill the law, you know, that whole piece of it, which is going to bring us to our third one in a minute here. But I honestly had a lot of condemnation. I remember one time I honestly felt led by the Lord to take my tithe and give it to some people who were going on a mission trip, okay? And I'm not kidding you, for about 10 years, I felt so much guilt about that. And I had this voice in my head going, you still owe God money from that. You still owe him money from that because you took it. (laughs) I don't think I've ever told you that story. And it was a long time. And it was even to the point where we were giving more than the 10% of what that legalistic voice would say- And you hadn't satisfied that debt in your head. Yes. What the legalistic voice in my head would say was enough. And still that was not there. And I started to realize that this was guilt instead of conviction, you know? Yeah. Because I was like, I'm actually doing more than- than I ever recovered, was before. Covered the debt. By the, the way, I was head. giving to a mission trip. It wasn't like I was like I'm just doing whatever. But in because that was the the voice in my head, the context that I had for tithing, I just carried around all this guilt with it. Wow. And that's why, I, like, I really loved hearing how he explained this third one because it's so it's under grace, like. Tithing should be under grace. Yeah, it's the covenant that we're in. So let's talk about this third point, and we'll just kind of get there. So the third type of tithing that he says is mentioned in the Bible is tithing as worship, okay? Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to read a section of what he wrote here. He said, in Scripture, tithing as worship was practiced prior 
to both the establishment of tithing as covenant and the perversion of tithing as legalism. I love that. The principle of tithing as worship is pre-law. It's established in Genesis 14, where Abram gives a tenth of his plunder to Melchizedek, king of Salem. Melchizedek, in turn, blesses Abram. In Hebrews 7, it defines uh, the significance of these acts, declaring that it is the superior who blesses the inferior, and the inferior is the one who pays tithes to the superior. Okay, so tithing is worship then is first an act by which we acknowledge that God is both our superior, the sovereign Lord, and the source of our blessing. Mm. And then he goes on to explain that tithing is worship does more than just acknowledge God, but it also expresses our personal allegiance to him, which I just really like that. I think it's yeah. valuable. And then he said another thing in here too. Let me find it down here. He said a third and critical element of tithing is worship is thanksgiving. It expresses overflowing gratitude toward God. It breaks us free from guilt as a motivation for our giving. And its ultimate focus is a condition of one's heart, not the percentage of one's income. That's good. I really like that. Yeah. And I just think that's rich. Mm -hmm. And I think that this lines up with scripture. This lines up with the New Testament. And so we are advocates of tithing. We have been tithing... Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, really, since we came together, yeah, being for, married. For me, like, longer than You've been that. tithing over Probably a long, Probably most of my life, yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's a practice that, you know, I would admit that we haven't done it right, or I definitely haven't done it right the whole time. And I think it began for me probably out of legalism. I don't remember exactly, but I think probably that's where it started for yeah. me. But I can say now I, it is an act of worship for us. Mm-hmm. And um, like you mentioned in this article right here, Its ultimate focus, this is tithing as thanksgiving or tithing as worship. Its ultimate focus is a condition of one's heart, not the percentage of one's income. Yeah. And because of that, you know, and and we're not saying this to brag, but this is just what God has done in our hearts and what he's invited us to do. But because of that, that's why we give 40% of our income. Like we didn't stop at 10% because it wasn't a legalistic thing. But like we sense the Lord leading us to give our age as a percentage of income, which you probably heard heard me talk about, we've written about, whatever. But that's where we are. That's a journey that the Lord has led us on. Mm -hmm. And that's part of our worship to him is this obedience factor of what he asked us to do and, and our thankfulness for what he's done in our lives. Like we've been so overwhelmingly blessed and we have found you know, like we've talked about many times that, you know, I've said a hundred times, but you can't outgive God. And so we've mm-hmm. just continued to stretch and our giving going further and further. And we've watched God do more and yeah. more in our lives and more blessing, you know, and some of it's material, but a lot of it isn't material blessing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a just, you know, genie or slot machine thing, putting it in. It's not manipulating God to try to make us rich. It's none of that no, stuff. But a lot of the change has come in our own hearts. Yeah, And it's like, that is the whole point is like, we are to be transformed into the image of Christ mm-hmm. and the renewing of our mind, like reading the word and then doing what he is asking us to do. We're seeing the fruit of it in our own lives to where the materialistic things really don't matter to us as much. Yeah. You know, I, I think we still both could used to grow in this area. But when I look back at the last 20 years of my life, I can see how I'm just like, oh, that doesn't matter to me anymore. That doesn't bother me as much as it used Mm -hmm. to or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I definitely think that there's been a financial blessing as well. Talking about tithing has always been something that's like, like I'm not thrilled to do it because, because there's a lot of people who just have such differing viewpoints on this. 
And, you know, and I have some people who I respect tremendously who just believe that, you know, you're cursed if you don't tithe. And so you have to tithe. And, mm-hmm. and I just, I don't, I don't see that. Like, I, I see that we've been redeemed from the curse of the law, according to scripture. And so mm-hmm. I don't see how we are under the law and how we are going to be cursed if we don't tithe. Yes, the Israelites in that covenant, that was the deal, you know? Yeah. But we're under a new covenant. And so... Well, and the other side of it too, which is where people have yelled at you because they're saying, well, it's Old Testament to tithe and you don't have to tithe. And Bob's like, are you using this to get out of being generous? Yeah, because that's another thing I hear all the time. It's like, well, yeah, tithing is Old Covenant. And so therefore, I don't have to give anything. Like, I mean, yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. You can still but, go to heaven that way. But like, it's true. But it's not about that. Again, like right. tithing is worship is like, this is the overflow of our heart. This is the mm-hmm. abundance of the thankfulness that we have for what Jesus has done for yeah. us. And in that context, it's like when it's a, you know, and we were talking about this the other day, somebody did something really kind and generous for us. And our natural response was want to want to do something for them and not is a, we have to, yeah, because- Yeah, like, you gave that to me, so I have to give you something So I have back. to give it back to make it right. <laughs> yeah. But just like, you just blessed us in this area, and we just, what can we do to show our appreciation mm-hmm. by doing whatever? That's how I feel about this. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about giving in generosity in terms of worship to the Lord. You know, we talked a lot about just how much fun we have with it, and mm. and that's- that's thrilling. And I think that's, yeah, it's like if that's going to be a motivating factor, like by all means, like grab a hold of it. And I think I think it's okay that you have both, that it's an act of worship and, and that it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the way God designed it. I yeah. think that's okay that both of those things are there. There is a time for sacrificial giving, right. like where it hurts and stings, and that's fine. But I don't think it's wrong that you actually enjoy giving. I think that's God's design. And and if you look at a lot of different things that God created and set up, like it makes sense. You mm-hmm. know, I happen to believe that most people in their calling in the thing that God has called them to do is often in an area of gifting or an area of interest. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. uh, it just makes sense that he would give us the gifts that we need to fulfill the call that he has given to us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and a lot of us, I would say most of us, when we're operating in our giftings, it's actually something we enjoy. Yeah. It's something it's like, wow, I'm skilled at this. I'm uniquely gifted at it this. It almost and it's feels easy. Even yeah. if there are challenges that come up, it's exactly. still like, this comes naturally to yeah, me. Yeah, when we're operating in our gifting, that is just a, no- a normal response mm-hmm. through the whole thing. Absolutely. I would recommend checking out this article. We'll have a link to it. Try to get that in there. And yeah, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. You know, leave us comments, send us a DM over on Instagram, send us an email, Bob at Seed Time. No need to yell. No need to yell. (laughs) No need to all caps. But but yeah, love to just hear your thoughts on anything. And I think that's it. Yeah, if you haven't left us a review over on um, iTunes, please do that as well. Love you. Have a great evening, afternoon, whatever it is when you're listening. We'll see ya. (laughs) Bye.